A day after the world gasped when the president of the United States advocated injecting people with a disinfectant, Donald Trump tried to gaslight reporters, but inadvertently came up with a new defense for doctors who were sued for writing bad prescriptions. They could just say, I was just being sarcastic. And I'm Scott Blakelin in Brooklyn, New York. And uh, Trump also came up with a new definition of sarcastic, which didn't apply to what he said. Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks were not at yesterday's briefing. Uh, and we think that it's because right before the briefing, they said, we're not going to go out there unless you apologize to the world for telling everyone to inject themselves with disinfectant. He wouldn't. So they didn't as well. So and, I, yes. I imagine I would go a step further. By the way, I'm Tom Saunders in Los Angeles. And we are getting through this. Yes. Uh, by, Even after that uh, outrageous statement yesterday. Absolutely. And, and, and when I say absolutely, I really mean it. Um, that there's Too many people do say that something like absolutely and definitely are supposed yeah. to mean literally and that how could you go further and yet no. many people do say it when they're not really absolutely or definitely yeah true. no I, I I meant every single thing that you just said could not be more correct you, you could spend years trying to make what you said <laughs> more accurate but you couldn't do it it was absolutely correct um, I would go a step further about the doc, Fauci. I honestly do believe that that happened in the uh, it, it behind the scenes and, and the reality show version of this would would I, I guarantee you there'd be this moment, this awkward moment where if this were the housewives of Beverly Hills, Fauci or Burks would push over the big desk in the Oval Office and say, <laughs> no, hell no. And, and then yeah. cut to commercial break. Right. Or then to Fauci, you know, the one on one, you know, this has been building for a long time. I have to yeah. go back. But I know that if I let myself go being a tough Italian guy from Brooklyn, I'll, he'll kick me out and there'll be no sane voice in the room. What do I do? You know, but actually, it's interesting how the, the reaction, there were three reactions to what Trump said. One was first they said, um, well, Trump said he was being sarcastic, which is. You know, I love when people sometimes uh, people who th think they're funny, they always say, oh, yeah, I'm, I, I like to be sarcastic. Like, that's funny. But he's not funny or sarcastic. And he was this videos of him just wasn't looking at the reporters. He was looking at the fake doctor, William Bryan from Homeland Security and Dr. Burks and saying, well, what if we. Uh, yeah. So there was no sarcasm. Then the uh, Kaylee McEnany, who is the new White House press secretary, who actually and I'm not dropping names, but I know her. I've interviewed her before. Really? She used to be on foxnewslive.com years ago. So. And I'm glad you said you're not dropping names because that would almost sound like you were dropping names, but you're not. No, no. That's why I had to preface it. That's but I, I, people would think that wrongly. But I am fascinated. Uh, uh, how did you know her? Uh, well, we uh, back in 2009, starting there, I was on this web show called foxnewslive.com where I met a lot of I was actually probably on at one time or another with every member of Trump's cabinet uh, and the host really? of people who, like uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle, I was on with her and other oh, people. Oh, yeah, of course. Heather Nauert, who was the State uh, Department. lawyer yeah. who, who is now the, the um, uh, paramour of uh, Donald Trump Jr. Um, and, and used to be married to Gavin Newsom. So talk about well, uh, yeah, absolutely. going from the sublime to the ridiculous, I guess. Yeah. But huh. the... Um, but she, yeah, so the... Uh, and by the I, way, if you go from the sublime to the ridiculous, can you ever get back to the sublime again? 
Is that, well, is that are you just stuck in the ridiculous? How does that great work? question? Well, because usually you go from the ridiculous to the sublime. So I'm thinking if you start with going to the sublime to ridiculous, it's usually a round trip. That's what I was hoping. That's yeah, the, you know, but I mean, we live in hope these days, and and sometimes That's what, as we're going to find out, um, you know, we hope, seek but, it everywhere. But but I'll tell you, I did meet, and actually, I did say this was a moment of choice. I she's a Facebook friend, and when she got the job, really? do I write congratulations, Kayla? Like I don't agree with anything she says. I don't, you know, but I thought, okay, she is happy she got it, so I did write that. And a couple of friends thought, why did you do that? But having said that, she said, well, no, is this the, the press uh, deliberately uh, took him out of context? And how do you right. take now, she didn't a say full unedited video? You. I'm sorry, Scott. Yeah. I just want to clarify for our yes. listeners. Right. Uh, when she, what she's saying now isn't in response to you congratulating her. For... <laughs> no, no, that uh, that was two weeks ago. And uh, no, um, that would have been a little odd if she would have yeah, guessed I, that he was going to say this about this. Because we're going to get calls. We're going to get letters through the mail with stamps and, you know, oh, yeah. some of our listeners. So I just wanted to, uh, to, to, to make that clear. But I think that's quite interesting that you knew Kayla. And I also want to point out to our listeners, because they, they'll hear these things. You're, you're, you're at Newsmax, but before that you were at Fox. You were always the... the uh, Pinata, the, the the liberal pinata, the Juan Williams, or the um, right. Uh, uh, well, I was the liberal voice, but I have to say that um, and uh, yeah, you don't like I look to back. I, I held my own, and and I remember actually, uh, John Bolton was once someone said, "Well, you sounded pretty good for someone from the dark side." I mean, all these people who seem so odd, and here they are running the government at one time or another, and uh, it was a, it was fun, and basically, I became this serious. Pundit, but all that takes is reading, you know, the New York Times and, and news, and then I was ready. But because all they do is to say the same thing. In those days, it's like, oh, Obama's throwing everybody in the bus, or Obama is that. So I would actually so, that. So it was fun uh, yeah, doing yeah. that. No, no, you were defending Obama. That's a tremendous. Now I, 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 I say this, Scotty, because I have a much more respect for the Juan Williams and the Scott Blakemans who who uh, uh, go to the front lines of the intellectual and, and, and battle, or if you want to call it intellectual, the, the, the political um, fault lines, and, and, and go uh, and, and actually talk to the viewers of, of Fox. I mean, the, you, it's so easy to be a, a, a liberal pundit on a liberal talk show where everybody's joking about uh, and, and approving. It just sounds like a liberal coffee clutch which I may agree with. I may agree with everything everybody says, but it's not, it's not really doing anything. It's just taught people, you know, it's, we've talked about this many times. It's, you know, it's preaching to the choir. It's the echo chamber, but Scott, well, Scott, yes, you and the yeah. Juan Williams and the, yes. um, um, there's a couple others. Who well, the late, the, uh, the late Alan Combs, who we talked about, who we knew from comedy and I was on his shows many times. And he really, even though he was in an impossible situation with Hannity, he did the best he could, but on the radio, he really was the finest liberal voices who also would get, you know, callers who didn't see it his way. And he really handled them well. But no, and Juan Williams and I, the main difference is he gets paid. I don't. But aside from that, um, well, I love doing that. Holmes did, too. He got oh, Alan, of course, did. Yeah. Uh, 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 but I do now doing Newsmax, which is a sort of similar thing, a conservative network. And 
No, I I enjoy that. And right. So you're as... saying that in a way you're the more pure uh, combatant. You're 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 not some somebody who's just a uh, soldier of fortune who get, <laughs> getting a paycheck. You really are doing this to further the liberal cause in the minds of people who are hostile to. I mean, honestly, I, I'm not kidding. I do. Be, I, I and not only that, but I think people like you and and and. And, and Juan Williams and, and Maria Harsh, Harp, uh, who's also a liberal voice frequently on mm. The Five or those kinds of shows uh, on Fox News. Uh, the, you, you're also better informed because you are you, you don't just uh, hear the cartoonized version of what the deplorables are saying, but. You actually are confronted with specific from smart people who went to Harvard, but they but they're Fox, uh, you know, Fox contributors. And so you're and I hope I'm making this point eloquently, so eloquently that you'll never forget it. And then our listeners <laughs> will, will just be stunned. Yes, it'll be one of the most famous quotes. I yeah, mean, I'm people sure. be Googling it. I mean, I hope yeah. that I, I have no reason to believe that it will be the case, <laughs> you know. Um, but I do think that you got, I'm trying to work to it to a really stunning quote here, but, but <laughs> I, I, I do believe that you're better, you're better at, 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 uh, thinking about what you're, uh, and more effective if you go on Fox and those shows and, and test your metal, test your ideas, test these assumptions with people who have different points of view. I think that makes you smarter and stronger. Well, I think you have than most uh, pundits, Scotty. So I don't get why uh, you don't haven't received the Nobel Prize of punditry. Well, you know, I appreciate that. that Well, a lot of people are confused when you say punditry. Some think it's a small town, a a Scottish village uh, punditry, and or Irish, you know, and and it's um, you know people talk about the land of pundits and. You know, it's they think you have to you've come from there to get this. So it's a complicated thing. I we've talked about this the other day, Tommy, privately off air. But um, I think both of us should we'd like to be considered for the and not just the Nobel Prize for pundits, but for podcasts. But also let's just go with the Nobel Peace Prize. I'm not saying, you know, because really, who's really waging peace right now? Uh, in the world. So maybe and I think a lot of people aren't making the trip to Oslo. So we were saying maybe we could, the airfares are good now. We could go to Oslo and I, I think it's in October or whenever they do it. And maybe just the fact we'll be there by default, we might get the Nobel prize because, Hey, we're going to be in town and oh. you know, going to be here anyway. Maybe you might want to you know, save you the trouble of Bob. You know, we're going to speak. We're going to be there. We'll be at the pre show reception. We'll be at every yeah. event, you know, we'll be talking. Yeah. So you know, again, this isn't saying we're great. We're just saying we want to help the Nobel committee that's our point is that it'd be embarrassing for them if they didn't have somebody who would want to be there so we'll, we'll we're just volunteering that we'll be there and we will accept our award if it's um given but as far as being a pundit i i it's, main thing is it's cathartic and you do and i do like the fact that i have facts but the sad reality is many of the viewers at least i always hope for that letter letter well, i hope for a letter period but uh, an email or something that you did open my eyes but generally it is you're crazy you're a one of the guys said I'm a brain dead uh, donkey, useless brain dead donkey. Uh, now, are there very valuable brain? Yeah, I, that's, I, that's I the whole other category. Who are the useful brain dead? Uh... 
yeah, and I love donkeys, and I don't care how smart donkeys. they are. You cute. call them so, donkeys? Yeah, it's funny. It's a weird word. It does look like don. I, I no, actually, it's a word. In, in the actually, there's no you correct call them donkeys. Well, it's funny. There's no correct pronunciation because if you read it like don, it would be donkeys, right. but that doesn't sound right. Donkey. How do you pronounce yeah, it? Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, well, donkey. Anyway, I would like. It does look like donkey. But... Donkey. Yeah, some people. Okay. Well. Uh, yeah, a, a brain dead donkey uh, that's useful. Um, I think that that's the that's what uh, the interesting thing that came out of that. Like, uh, I'm I'm curious what kind of useful brain dead donkeys there would be. The useless ones, uh, you know. But yeah. at the same time, but... I don't. Uh, 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 I'm not sure if that really rises to the level. I mean. I have to say, Scotty, um, uh, you know, uh, a lot. Of the, <laughs> it's so funny these people who try to come up with really elaborate um, insults, but basically they said it all with the brain dead thing. And when you keep going on after after your brain dead, it doesn't really. All the other adjectives and descriptives don't really matter. Uh, Am I, right. am I don't reading too to, much into this, Scott? No, I mean, well, they're, again, I, they don't deserve, yeah, they're not good at anything, really. So they're, they're not even going to get their threats and, and the mean things right. It doesn't, you could stop right there. You don't need, you know, useless usually follows brain dead in terms of donkeys or anything. So they, they don't know where to stop. But that's, so anyway, the, my point, though, I guess, is that even if I don't change anyone's mind, it is a good exercise for me. And to be it's cathartic. How and do you I, know you're not changing anybody's mind? Well, they no one's ever told me they have, but I like they I'm might be sheepish about it. They could be go like he doesn't want to read that, you know, <laughs> he wouldn't believe it. So no, I welcome it, and uh, and I yeah, I do believe there's at least one which would be fine, and so uh, but everybody has to deal with that. And the in the Times today, uh, Brett Stevens is getting thousands of uh, actually very eloquent and well written. Uh, disagreement with this column he had and that's you know the times has oh he's a moderate republican and he's you know we want to show different points of view and and usually he's written things that that are you know interesting but he did write something that i read last night and basically saying america shouldn't play by new york's rules as if new york is making anybody do anything differently but he basically um uh i mean this first the main thing he wrote was uh no wonder so much of America has dwindling sympathy with the idea of prolonging lockdown conditions much further. He says the curves are flattening, hospital systems haven't come close to being overwhelmed, and Americans have adapted to new etiquettes of social distancing. Now, first of all, it's completely untrue. I mean, uh, over 71% of Americans uh, want the lockdowns to continue. They, they worry about the country being opened up too soon. If anyone's been in the hospitals in New York, They've been pushed beyond, you know, capacity. And these other parts of the country, uh, if they get a surge of infections because they've opened the tattoo parlors and the bowling alleys up, they'll be overwhelmed, too. I hope that never happens. So it's really uh, based on nothing. And and he I don't know what his truthfully what, what was his point was. Well, and, too, uh, can uh, I can I uh, just take it? <laughs> uh, I don't want to say the devil's advocate, but. Can, can I just, because um, I don't want to be the devil's advocate ever. He, he the yeah, devil, right. you know, let, they, let somebody else be the devil's advocate.
Yeah, because he's the he's devil. The devil. So why, why is, you don't want to work for that guy? But let me let me yeah. take the other side of the, of the Brett Stevens uh, uh, article, which is or op-ed piece, which um, I took it to mean that that New York is it, it, his point is New York is exceptional. New York is always claim to be exceptional and is in many, many, many ways. And and why should less dense parts of the, of the country be um, permitted to uh, or, or be forced to, to take shelter um, just to, to be in line with New York? And uh, part of that, the answer, actually, um, I'm not taking Brett Stevens' side here. I'm actually supporting you, is that there, there is this a belief for, uh, that um, uh, uh, opening Georgia and not opening the rest of the country is like having a, it's okay to pee part of the uh, a sw- a public swimming pool, right? <laughs> and, and that point has been made. But it, I'm not sure if that's exactly true. I mean, uh, the United States is not exactly a swimming pool. And we're not exactly talking about peeing here. In, in, uh, but we are talking about, well, what if Georgia, like you say, what if that because they open the tattoo parlor, Scotty, and there's a zillion, you know, just their, their infection rate rises. Sh- uh, uh, it, it actually has been suggested that, um, well, Brett Stevens was saying, well, no, listen, you know, people uh, outside of New York might set up barriers. And in fact, they are where, you know, Rhode Island says no New Yorkers can can come in. Well, maybe the reverse is true. Maybe uh, uh, no Georgians can come into New York. Uh, how do you like them apples? Well, you know, the thing is, Tommy, you know, you uh, split your time between New York and, and L.A. where you are now. And actually, the reason why uh, California has a much, much lower infection rate and hopefully it stays that way in San Francisco if you talk about density, it has incredible density. And they've, uh, last I heard, had maybe 20 deaths instead of the, you know, the, uh, the number we have here in New York. So it's because in California, they did shut things down earlier, almost a week earlier a week. than we that's did all it took, in New York. Scotty, a week. And yeah, and that's different. thousands of lives. So, yeah. So the reason why, and, and the reason why we are where we're at is because the, the country, for the most part, is doing it. And that's why it's not the 2.2 million deaths that uh, were p- predicted as of now. And so, but so it's absurd. And, and, and first of all, the, it gets down to nobody wants to go back. The truth is most people don't want to go back to work if they're going to be scared. And that's the bottom line, you know, I mean, and, and uh, you know, no, who, the Smithfield factory are working next to each other. So it, and basically the thing too, is that it's not the demonstrators and, and first of all, you can get a few hundred people to demonstrate anything, you know, but they're not, they're driven by these cons- right, far right wing fringe conservative activists. It's not like, you know, salt of the earth working man, please, I want a chance to work. They're, no, they're just these same people with and many of them Confederate flags and all that. And no, the, I saw the, the NRA flag, too. Yeah, I didn't even know they had it. Like, how does that fit in? Oh, right. It's well, they had guns. One guy I saw one go, they are 15 and gun. It's like, you know, and then one of them, one of these groups, at least, was hosted by a guy from Infowars, which is uh, really a hate group. And it's a group and a network, whatever you call it, that uh, spouts conspiracy theories. And and Trump, by the way, likes Alex Jones and was on his show. So that's why I don't have a problem with Facebook banning some of those. If these are the groups, you know, presenting it, they don't need to uh, give them the right to be uh, advertised. But 
So again, it's just the show. As much as I love the New York Times, I mean, I think this, this is an example of someone who's a smart person, but who, for whatever reason, wrote a, a column that really is not based in fact and well, really doesn't make just, but, sense. But the me. fact, it, it, just to kind of drill down on that, I'm, again, I'm not going to unpack it. I, it's perfectly well packed. <laughs> Well, it's a Saturday and it's you know, Saturday. It's day oh, rest. Yeah. I'm just going to take it easy and just drill down on it. And, yeah. And, and, and um, what is factually inaccurate about the, the Brett Stevens? But oh, just the thing that I just the quote that I took from it. It's not true that much of America has dwindling sympathy. with oh, oh, yeah, right. that, that, that is really. Opinion. You're right. You're right. Well, yeah. And, and then the numbers show. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, Scotty. No, I mean, everyone wants it to be the conditions to change because it's safe. Of course, everyone wants every store in the world and I want every comedy club and theater and everything to open up. But it's a question of, are you going to walk into a Broadway show tomorrow? Are you going to, do I want to be in a comedy club tomorrow? No. So it's, we all want the same thing, but uh, you can't force it. And it's sort of like, it's almost like, would you want a doctor, you know, if you're in the hospital going, uh, first of all, you know, you want someone to tell the truth. Like you don't want a doctor who's going to spin it and go, no, no, actually you don't need uh, anything really. And I'm the greatest doctor there is. And, or yeah, you could go to work immediately after your surgery. And, you know, I mean, so it's, it's just a false choice. I mean, everybody wants it to open, but, uh, and also the theater owners, uh, movie theater, they don't want to open the theaters either because they don't have any big product until July. So it's really not driven by people who want to go back to work. It's just driven by politics and that's why trump embraced and wrote liberate michigan liberate minnesota because it's uh, his base and he just wants you know they like him so it's political and those are swing states so no, i got that it's got you know that. that's how i feel but uh but there's many positive things though tommy i know because as you were saying you're looking at the newspaper today was the journal of the times you know not too many uh happy no scotty and, and stories uh and um uh, the, the I actually almost want to give a uh, a kind of a, a, a trigger alert. Um, I don't know if they they have those outside of um, campuses, uh, my uh, uh, college campuses, but uh, that would be the warning you give before uh, saying something that's a bummer to someone, right? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, but. Um, the New York Times and Wall Street Journal today have a lot of bad news, right? And 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 I'm trying to think, okay, how do we how do we turn this into a plus plus positive experience for our podcast? It's just absolutely yeah. bad news. Well, Scotty, today on this Saturday, which seemed like a sleepy Saturday, you know, you got to stay yeah. tuned to these podcasts because big things happen even on Saturday. Oh, even, absolutely. And and what's about to happen is a brand new feature called Silver Line This. Yes, it's almost like a game show, Scotty, where in a yes. bleak story, and there are so many of these days, a story of bleakness is briefly described. And the challenge for you, Scotty, is to find out what's good about it. Right? So, Scotty, well, yes. Are you ready to play? I'm ready and anxious to play it, actually make our listeners feel good yeah. about whatever you're going to throw at me. Let's here we go. Uh, here we go, Scotty. So, and, and can, 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 you, can you just tell our listeners, have, are you aware, have you been made aware of these stories prior to this segment? No, Tommy, and I feel like I'm in a 1957 black and white kinescope game show. No, Tommy, in no way, or maybe Don Fenneman. <laughs> I could come in that. That's right, Tommy. 
Scott has not been told in any shape, way, manner, shape, or form <laughs> about the new stories you're about to bring up with him. He has not been told, has no idea about it whatsoever. All right, then. Now back to you, Tommy. Let's, because this is one of those rare quiz shows that's so uh, so important that there are two announcers that throw it back and forth oh, yeah. to each other. So, we don't hold back. That's right. All right, so here's today's story. Uh, we'll start with, with a smaller one. New Yorkers are getting more angry, right? And they're yelling things like, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're walking in the park and the public parks are now places of anger uh, with people shouting, that's not six feet. And the other and another person say, yeah, well, go home. This is this is in The New York Times. A 30 year old jogger ran by a 60 year old cancer survivor who said who then yelled the cancer survivor six feet, which is what you yell, I guess. And a 30 year old 30 year old gave her a finger. Now, uh, 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 joggers pant, they wheeze, they expectorate when they jog. We all. You know, uh, but they don't always wear masks. Um, the best I could come up with is that it's an idea for a mystery novel, Murder by Jogging, something like that, you know, that could be some way to, you know, but that's, yeah. Scotty, I couldn't come up with anything. Let's see what you come up with. How do you find the silver lining in the story about people getting angry, yelling not six feet, giving each other the finger, panting, wheezing, not wearing masks while jogging. Well, Tommy, you know, this is our inaugural edition of this segment. And uh, boy, you didn't go easy on me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you thought you'd lead up to it going like, how about, uh, well, the silver lining is Trump will lose in November. No, this is a no. toughie being a New Yorker. Well, what I would say is this, a few things to make that story uh, a happier one. That 30-year-old jogger who ran by the 60-year-old cancer survivor and then who gave the cancer survivor the finger, uh, my vision is that that jogger kept running all the way out of New York City and is on the uh, Bronx River Parkway now on the shoulder, just continuing to run as far away as possible. So that's one running thought. away in shame. In shame, yeah. So it's oh, almost self police. So, so the jogger uh, I, keeps running, and probably yeah. by now is is on the Bronx River Parkway. Parkway. Yeah, not in the a lane of traffic. He could be on a shoulder, and I wish him well. Well, I think but, it's a, uh, a female. I think this was a female, a thirty-year-old oh, oh, jogger. Uh, wow. Well, uh, so, so does that change yeah. your? Uh, well, also, Tommy, the one silver lining is well, no, no, uh, not at all on that. But, but one other silver lining could be, you know, uh, we're not demonstrating in state capitals uh, purposely congregating together. Uh, the Jago was caught up with it herself herself, and, and uh, was wrong to uh, be too near the person. But at least uh, some New Yorkers, at least, and I think most are very uh, responsible and are observing the social distancing and the staying at home. So I'm more encouraged by that than seeing other people in Michigan and Minnesota and Wisconsin with their guns just standing around saying, let's not be safe. Basically, they're yelling, let's not be safe. Who cares if disease spreads, you know? And so in New Yorkers, for the most part, you know, you would love to get back to, I wish we were in a time where it's like, you'd also get the encouragement, like, hey, thank you for distancing. And um, even though you can't see me smiling, I am and have a great day. I'd like to see more of that. But at least one of those two people was social distancing. So that's my point. And then it'll build from there. And so I prefer to look at that 30-year-old jogger as a uh, an anomaly and, uh so that's uh, I do the think silver I'm... lining is that it's 
uh, an anomaly. Well, uh, yeah. I'm going to have, uh, uh, I'm going to turn to our judges and, <laughs> you know, we, we, uh, uh, the, 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 in, in a sense, now normally in normal game shows, the judges would just hold up, you know, their, their opinion of this silver lining, you know, on a one to 10 or something like that. But <laughs> in this uh, instance, and maybe this is, I don't know, right or wrong. We're sort of making up the rules as we go along, building the plane while it's in the air, to use the current cliche of this game yeah. show. And I was thinking maybe the judges, we review the judges more like Supreme Court judges, and then we advocate as to whether or not this silver lining uh, fulfills the, the um, I mean, is it silver? Is it gold, maybe? Or is it some other... Medical. Or anti uh, or antimicrobial. <laughs> Is it antimicrobial? Actually, and during these times, it needs to be that. I yeah. mean, I I, I, I like your uh, idea of. I mean, you you basically made it uh, a, um, you know, uh, you 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 looked at this story and imagined what might have happened subsequently. She might have kept running. And then come to her senses by the time she got to the Bronx River Parkway, because this, I assume, yeah. happened in, in Central Park. I somehow picture. I assume, and uh, there may be some other, you know, thoroughfares that she might have more convenient. So I, that that was uh, that to me sounded funnier, but it could have been the Henry Hudson Park. But I don't really know. <laughs> but uh, I, I know a lot of our transportation no, I advocates who listen will say, well, maybe more likely to go on the FDR because if you exit the park at Fifth Avenue, so. That's a whole other thing, and and I'm happy to amend my you know comment on that if the transportation experts tell me. But no, I think we need flights of fancy to get through this too. To imagine what's the best scenario, what's you know what's a, a positive thing. Uh, so that part of it is yeah. No, I, 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 I agree. I thought you took. I, yeah. I thought you did an amazing job, and and the the, the fact that she kept running, you know. I, I don't know if you'd call that a silver lining uh, uh, so much as, as a, a golden maybe. Is, is there <laughs> right, an expression yes. like that? Not yet, but I think there should be right now, uh, if you said it. And, uh, and then also the other silver lining was the, that we are, most people, like if no one cared, then they're not following the regulations. So at least right. that one person cared enough to stay six feet. Oh. And you would hope that if you kept walking, uh, there'd be more of those people and then less of the joggers. And then eventually the, the number of joggers who are mean diminishes, not through death, but through jogging out of New York City. Uh, <laughs> then you only have left right. the good people who are social distancing and don't give people the finger. So that's where I'm at, Jack. Okay. Well, <laughs> you're getting that. some high marks for your, for your uh, silver lining. I'm going to... Uh... Uh, to step up at the plate uh, now, Scotty, which apparently you can do on this um, segment. And I'm yes. going to say uh, uh, there's another silver lining, and that is neither of us live with that uh, woman who gave uh, the older woman the finger. Like, neither yes. of us have to go home and then deal with that. And, 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 and you can imagine how she'd give us the finger if she lived with us. Right? Oh, constantly. Well, Tommy, this is what we do all the time when we see each other in person and on the phone and wherever. Uh, what didn't happen? Yeah. And so let's all feel, all of our listeners to feel happy. That woman, to my knowledge, I mean, the odds would be slim, but I think we could rest assured that 
that mean person or that isn't we don't have to hang out with then them. we don't have to we don't have, she's not here she's not she's yeah she's in new york but she's nowhere near where you are i mean i'd be no. a little worried that 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 you know if i were living in in but you're living in brooklyn and i'm just assuming yeah. she's a manhattanite yeah i mean i could look out the window and i mean that would really would be like uh, unlikely that she just coincidentally jogged all the way to Brooklyn in my neighborhood as we were talking. Well, that's another silver lining. She didn't, Scotty. She didn't. No, she definitely didn't. And I, so I'm thrilled. And that's really what we try to do every show is to, we don't hide from the facts and the harsh realities we're going through, but we, wherever possible, we look for that silver lining and uh, we're going to continue to do that as a regular segment. Yeah. One of the first regular segments on our show. And uh, it's uh, momentous. Well, it's, it is, it, it is, it's kind of a, well, it's, it's made a lump in my throat and I'm, I'm going <laughs> to call the doctor about it because I don't, you know, am I supposed to have a lump in my throat? I don't know. Um, I think in this case, it's mean? perfectly it's normal. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good, 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 good. Um, and uh, well, well, Tommy, I mean, again, we've just, I don't know what the word would be. We've touched on so many uh, things on a Saturday when by all rights, uh, we'd be doing nothing. Yeah. So literally none of this would have existed if no. we went by that old kind of, well, it's Saturday, Sunday. We're gonna put put up our put our feet and get to see you on Monday. No, no, we never say that. No, 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 no. This is, yeah, uh, because why? Because you don't. You, it's not a Saturday uh, for you if you want to hear a podcast. No. If you want to hear Tom and and Scott on a podcast, you don't want to just. Oh well, it's Saturday. You know they're off. They have to. No, we're here for you. The listener, the podcast listener, and I, 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 and and for each other, Scotty, because I do absolutely like we get so much from this. Absolutely, and why take a day off when you have so much fun absolutely. every day? And that's what it's all about, oh, Tommy. And until tomorrow, which is a Sunday, but we'll be right back with you. I'm Scott Blakeman. I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman. And I continue to be Tom Saunders, and we're getting through this.